1: them. Perfect. Hi, everybody. It's me, Claire, the creator of the channel, and Vicky Mosley, Vicky <laughs> friend, trail runner extraordinaire, and fellow gear tester. So, we have been testing head torches, and Vicky and I did a great head torch test. I've linked to it in the film description below, and it's in the podcast show notes as well. Is the whole head torch playlist? I'll link to the one specifically that um, Vicky did whilst I was on maternity. Um, And basically, today, we're going to just chat about our kind of top head torches. Um, So, yeah, take it away, Vicky. What is your top head torch for 2022?
0: I've tested a lot of head torches um, (laughs) over the last couple of years. And sometimes it depends what you are doing and what your requirements are. But my overall favourite over the past couple of years has been uh, the Petzl Swift, uh, Swift RL. Uh, which is a 900 lumens head torch have you got it there as well I uh, have got it yes as well, was. I, I was going to say this is awesome. one of my faves, too <laughs> I've lent mine to um, a girl who's doing a gold duke of Edinburgh this week she's away for four nights camping um, and this was the one I sent her with because it's the thing I love about it I can stick it in a pocket it's so light Um that if you because most people tend to do a run where it crosses into dark so you set off at five o'clock four mm. o'clock and it turns dark when you're out on a run if I was setting off in the dark on a run I might choose a different one but for me and the time I run uh, the Zwift RL is perfect because I can start with it in a pocket and it hardly weighs anything and then take it out and put it on my head and um, I just love how easy it is to use how simple it is there's nothing really fancy about it it doesn't do colors and things like that it's just a great cracking head torch yeah Um, I think the price when I last checked was about 87 pounds on Amazon I don't know whether that's changed or not Um, but in terms of price it's one of the lower cost head torches really uh, but you're still getting a really really cracking head torch and it's funny that you and I both mentioned that as one of our favorites
1: yeah I'm just looking at the stats here as well for it yeah 900 lumens that's its maximum kind of like a boost kind of setting isn't it yeah um yeah and it uh, the great thing is it only weighs like 100 grams so you really can just put this in just in case even though it's super bright and the other great thing about it is that it's all at the front so there's no battery pack at the back so like if you've got a ponytail like men and women these days both have ponytails um this cross section here you can pop your ponytail in in between it so that's what i do (laughs) that's so comfy and i know it sounds like a bit of a spurious thing but actually it's it's really handy like rather than one like this ponytail running with a battery
0: pack on the back is really difficult to position i find
1: yeah you've got to have it either below or above or just
0: like redo your hair which is just (laughs) (laughs) just not on the other thing about the zwift is it's got the light sensor on the front which is brilliant if you're running I run a lot on roads where there's no pavement um, and it's got a sensor that dips when it hits a car headlight so that you're not blinding the car as well it's really really good and you can see it work as you're running along it's really effective
1: yeah it's got the reactive lighting hasn't it which you can turn yeah. off if you don't yeah. if you just want to be in control of your own lighting um because some people like it some people don't so this one this bit here that's the reactive lighting thing um so I don't know if I'll blind everyone, but I think I don't know if I've... Yeah, that's I've got bit, it on yeah. reactive lighting. So it's, it's doing a certain level of brightness. And when I pretend that it's gone darker, you can see the, the brightness goes yeah. up just slightly. But you can see that working there. So that's reactive lighting. And sometimes it's really useful and sometimes... Like, I found that when I'm running with others, sometimes it dips the light because it can sense all the light around you. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't want that light pointing down at your feet. So it's good that you've got the opportunity to turn it off if you want to. That's what I found. Yeah. So that's both of us, both are one of our favorite head torches there. <laughs> yeah. um, um, my next favorite head torch um, is another one that you can just pop in your bag, it doesn't weigh very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah silver so Petzl and Silver are like the go-to head torch brands of the outdoor world and there are other brands as well but like these are like the the two biggies aren't they um we'll talk about some other brands in a minute as well but which model is that Claire? this this is the trail runner free hybrid so it's got this right. battery pack at the back um that you open up and you can either use three triple A's in there or you can use their hybrid battery which I currently have stuck in their new head torch here so this is a prototype so they've sent me another one a production model but I've actually got the battery stuck in here and I can't actually get it out at the moment which is not a great advert for silver but this is a pre-production model so don't don't worry about this but I, I can't get it out at the moment but that This torch also takes either three AAAs or um, uh, one of their hybrid, they call it the hybrid battery, and you can get a spare one for 28 pounds. And the great thing about this head torch is, although that there is a battery on the back of the head torch like that, they've actually incorporated the wire that usually wriggles all the way up to the lamp. They've incorporated it into the band so yeah so usually we usually have a wire all the way up but yes they've incorporated it um this is 400 lumens so it hasn't (coughs) got that boost of the swift rl um the swift rl does it does have um some stats here the the swift that we were just talking about the standard power is 300 lumens um, so the max power is it's like uh, it only lasts for two hours yep. on that mode but the standard mode lasts for five and a half hours um, whereas this silver one uh, is this one also is about 90 pounds <clears throat> and probably I was... less now um, I'm just gonna look at the lumens because it was 400 lumens when I last looked yeah 400 lumens um, and that lasts for two hours then 200 lumens for five hours and wow. a reserve mode of 50 for 12 hours so yeah so this isn't as bright but uh <clears> it's a little bit lighter so yeah this the swift rl um yeah and that they're, they're the ones that i put in my pocket usually to head out the door this
0: one's just so compact isn't it it's just yeah. light and there we are <laughs> interestingly the other one that i picked as my other favorite is the silver cross trail 6 ultra uh, which was one i tested last year um, and again one of the things i really like about the silver ones is where they give you the stats on the box they tell you the difference in performance based on different temperatures so it tells you how long you'd expect the battery to last um, at minus five degrees compared to 20 degrees Because obviously that has quite a big impact on um, lithium batteries and things like that. It makes quite a big difference to the burn time. Um, And yeah, this is one of my favorites. And the newer model that Claire has, has the smaller battery pack and the wire in the band. One of the things that is nice about this one is... You use the wire to extend, and you can put this battery pack, which is quite big but not uncomfortable, you can put it in your backpack, uh, which in winter I think most people do run with a vest of some description on because you set off often without your head torch and things like that. So that's, again, one of my other favourites is the uh, silver one also. Yeah. The only thing is they get quite hot, mm, the silver ones. You and I both mentioned yeah. that, haven't we? Yeah, I They do that. get quite hot on the front, and you have to be careful not to touch yeah. uh, the front these that's the only thing yeah
1: I mentioned that to the silver rep um he's left yeah. now and he was like no it's not that bad and I was like no you wouldn't want to hold that for a while so yeah no. that's, I don't think that is the best um but usually in winter you've got gloves on so I suppose yes that's
0: kind of yeah. okay and you might want the warmth you know Warm your hand. <laughs> yeah just like a bit cold hands um and again they have the intelligent beam don't they as well that's something that's really nice when you look up across the field the beam changes slightly too so that you can look across and find them um, like styles and things like that quite easily yeah
1: there's sort of like a, a spot isn't there when you look yes. down there's a bit more of a flood spot thing going yeah. on and then um when you look far ahead um yeah. it changes so that you can that it really lights up and features ahead of you um yeah. uh, we've we've explained that in our films as well yeah but, but yeah. i'm just <laughs> i'm just going to go back to this because i did say that it was yeah. 900 lumens for two hours but that is actually on the reactive lighting mode yes so it's not like you can put it on 900 lumens for two hours constantly if you're going to Um, have it on the standard lighting you know just where you press it and you get what you get and the highest it goes up to there is 550 lumens and that lasts for two hours so that's much more because I was thinking yeah they are I thought they were kind of they were kind of comparable Um, but yeah so uh, 550 for two hours and this is 400 for two and a half hours so they're they're very similar head torches but um, reactive lighting not reactive lighting battery on the back of the head, battery not on the back of the head. So it's just, it's really good that there's different head torches out there for what people prefer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We've got some people on the live chat. Um, David Lieb says, my light band LED is 1,500 lumens with a 180 degree full view. I have not tried a light band head torch. Um, (coughs) Yeah, maybe David is... um, from another country because I've never heard of that brand.
0: No, I've not. I've got the lenser here, I've got the LED lenser, which we did on that review as well. Yeah. And uh, my husband stole the BioLite head torch. He <laughs> uses I... that one all the time. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Stolen that one. Yeah. And we had the Neo as well, didn't we? The Petzl Neo. Yeah. That was discussed that one as well yeah. in the review
1: quite a bit they're bringing out a new version of that this month i think right. or next so they're going to send us that so i'll have to send that to you for review as okay. well um but i am reviewing i'm doing a budget head torch review at the moment so ah. i was going to th- show you three from that um the first one is a silver head torch again and uh, this is the scout uh, the Terra, Terra scout x um and it's really cool because it's made of recycled pulp and uh, plastics um so it's this funny oh, color wow. which which i think is revolting like it's you know like fake rocks at pound saver yeah. that you get lights in a light with a fake uh, fake rock with a light in it looks like that so i think it's really ugly but i love the environmental story <laughs> i hope silver so yeah. aren't watching this um but it's <laughs> it's 300 lumens um it's only got two settings which is nice and simple. Nice thick comfy headband 300 lumens for five and a half hours um, uh, or 50 lumens the lower setting for 32 hours um and that costs 35 pounds so i just thought wow that's also a really nice torch just to pop in your bag just in case yeah um and the only th- <laughs> and the great thing about this one is that you can as i said before you could put three AAA's or the silver hybrid battery in there which i've got in just now um so that's really cool nice Claire, can i just power. ask
0: do we know yeah. what the warranty is on the silver head torches? Just because I'm looking, I've got it for the others, but I don't have the warranty for the silvers, and I just wondered with the budget head torches, do they come with a year or two year warranty if it mentions it? Um,
1: it doesn't mention it on here. No, I don't think I could find it on the other ones yeah. that we did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Surely there is a warranty. That's the
0: Petzl one, right? Yeah. Website. Just. I just remember from when we looked at the others, one of the things we liked about the lens was that it comes with a seven year warranty, which is amazing. That's really good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm just having a look on the silver website. It doesn't actually mention anything about. No, I think that's why I've
0: left it blank on the one we did. I can ask the PR. um, Yeah. I I mean, for a 35 pounds head torch, it'd be, you know,
1: yeah, maybe it's more with the more expensive ones, but yeah, that I'm not sure about that, but Um, but yeah, it's got a good environmental story on that one. Um, and also they're designed to last a long time. So that's another, that's more important even than using recyclable products, to be honest. Um, and then the next one that I wanted to show everyone was this one. Um, it's called the Bandicoot 250 and I've not heard of it before. It's made by Nog who makes cycling lights and things. Um, and it's just really weird. So it, it kind of looks like a snake. it's like gonna like lands on your head um so it's it's a really weird design um there it's not (laughs) like the comfiest um oh and it needs charging I've literally just got this in the post yesterday um but yeah it's 250 lumens and it's um I I think it's around the 35 pound mark so yeah so that's really interesting it looks yeah. like, do you remember on Star Trek there was that dude <laughs> and he had that thing over his eyes because yeah. he was blind. It reminds it me of that. Yeah. yeah, it does. And it's got this um, little tie thing to make it tighter. So you just tighten it by doing that. Oh, it comes out a little bit. So I think it's it's cool. It's a cool idea and it looks kind of cool, but I'm not sure it's going to win the head torch test. Like, <laughs> it's not on a par with, it it, with the whole silver and pretzel business. And then um, finally for my head torches, I just got this package from Fenix um, just yesterday and I haven't opened it yet because I thought I'd open it here. Because I have not tried, have you tried a torch from Fenix at all?
0: No, not at all. Yeah, so
1: I've been meaning to for years because every time I do a head torch review, they, people always say, oh, you need to try Fenix. And I've been- Is Fenix, Fenix a brand? I've not, yeah. I've only heard of it through. years. Yeah, thing. Garmin I brand Fenix. Brand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's, but it's not. It's yeah, not, it or, is
1: Garmin or not? Um, yeah, a Garmin dual oh, right. watch called the Phoenix, right. oh, ah, or brilliant. is it the Phoenix? It's probably the Phoenix, isn't it? I'm probably just saying it all wrong here. Um, but yeah, this is Phoenix, the Torch brand. Um, so yeah, mm. they've sent me uh, one for the budget Torch review, which I think is this Ouch, one, wow. the HM23. Um, and they've yeah. sent me another one. The oh, names are a bit. Uh, boring, aren't they? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I prefer things like the Bandicoot. <laughs> That's yeah. much more fun to say. And then this is one of their brighter head torches, 1500 um, H- lumens. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So the the great thing about the budget one that I'm going to review, um, the HM twenty three, it's two hundred forty lumens for eight hours, but it's totally waterproof. So um, right. the housing is, is covered completely. Um, yeah. uh, it looks a little bit different to the other head torches that that we've tested. It looks um, like long and thin like that. Yeah. just takes the one um, AA battery and it's got a nice comfy headband as well. So I'm really looking forward to finally testing a head torch from Fenix. And it, it gives you a, a spare O-ring as well because yeah. it's um, fully waterproof. Awesome. So you can actually drop this in a puddle um and it and it won't it won't be a problem and that's
0: are any of those rechargeable or are they all
1: um AA batteries yeah any of them this one is just AA battery um this one's just batteries as is it batteries or is it a plug-in thing let me see uh got too many things that ter- the the silver is both so that's a massive yeah. plus in such a, a budget head torch isn't it and then yeah I don't know about this one um doesn't give you a cable or anything so I'm guessing there's some, some kind of hole for yeah you have to find <laughs> yeah there must be a hole in the bandicoot somewhere ah I don't know where it would be oh Maybe it's solar-powered. That would be funny, wouldn't it? A solar-powered well, a little.
0: Torch. There is something, isn't there, underneath it? There's a
1: little... Um... Yeah. It's, a, it's not a, a hole for a thing, though. Recharge. Here you go. Oh, okay. You pull it out. Ah, right. And then it... Oh, okay. That's interesting. Right. I hate torches oh, where you have to read that. the instructions. But oh. you, you pull it out like this. Really? Whoa, it's a bit like the Terminator. So, oh, and it's in a USB. You plug in to USB. Ah. So that's interesting. So that's a
0: rechargeable one.
1: Yeah, only rechargeable. So you can only recharge yep. this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. And you couldn't really use that whilst you were recharging. I mean, you could get a portable mm-hmm. charger. but Yeah, you, you could, could recharge it on Move, it. couldn't you, if you needed yeah. to.
0: You could yeah. recharge it in your bag or something.
1: Yeah, so you'd have to have two. But it's it's interesting, isn't it? I like it when, yeah. when brands do something a little bit different. So I'm yeah. looking forward to taking these out on a dark, wet, windy night soon and just seeing how they all compare. Yeah. Yeah, I've got loads more. I started and I was like, oh, I'll get about six head torches in for the budget head torch test. I think I've got about 12 now. So wow. I'm going to have to just talk about the best ones and then just mention all of these uh, other yeah. random ones. Um I'll probably talk about this one because it's really really fun. It's quite hard to get quirky. this back in. Um but yeah. But yeah, it is quirky. So I just thought I'd mention that one. <laughs> Good. Yeah.
0: Are any of the stenix ones rechargeable or are they all single battery or
1: I think I know you've not had
0: time to look at them yet. <laughs>
1: yes, literally just opened them. Um this one is micro USB charger right um so that's just uh micro usb charging that one's just battery and then this one poss- possibly as both yeah this is rechargeable right as well oh good they look nice yes uh yeah there's so it's many to choose battery.
0: from these days isn't it? there's such a massive market for head yeah, torches.
1: there really is there really is, and it's brilliant that for around thirty-five pounds, you really can get a great head torch for trail running. Yes. Because yeah, you need probably if you're going to do easy trails, kind of like two hundred lumens. Yeah. um And then if you want to navigate, or you've got bad eyesight, yeah. or you want to go fast over technical terrain, yeah, then a bit, bit, bit more like four hundred plus, maybe maybe even yeah. a thousand if you're navigating and you really want to yeah. shine ahead bright as possible, for basically try and make it daylight. Hey.
0: <laughs> a lot of them now are quite good in that they're bike and run compatible too a lot of them you can swap between bike and head torch which i, I really like i think it's really nice to have that option yeah. and a lot of head torches are doing that now as well yeah it's still, really so good about... for that i use that on my bike and my head torch yeah, as well yeah
1: that is really good that they do all that isn't it and they they send you all the stuff to to yes. put it onto the handlebars, the little um the silicon that you can wrap around your handlebars. And yeah. often you don't <laughs> even need um a screwdriver either, do you? You just kind of That's you right, just, just turn it. it on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. flip it on. Yeah. Yep. Um uh we've got a live question. Oh, it's not a question, it's just Tony Reeves saying, um I did a night can across at soul Sea Forest. My head torch was great, but the dog needed a better one. (laughs) Did you put a head torch on your dog, Tony? (laughs) I wonder, yeah, if you could get that. We do have a question, actually, from Andrew Knox about head torches, which I did put out on social media, but I haven't um, had time to look at any replies yet. Um, I don't know if you've ever used a waist light, Vicky, because Andrew is wondering what the difference is between how the light washes over the terrain, like, with a head lamp versus a waist light he's not tried one he was wondering if they'd be better for misty conditions because some people use them on the chest don't they a lot of people
0: like chest lights yeah
1: like Um, here for me Mm.
0: i like the light to be where i'm looking yeah um and quite often if i run and i look to see where something is Mm. if i had if i had the torch on my chest it wouldn't help me so i like the head i like the torch on my head to be directional at where i'm looking um and sometimes people who will go on a bike prefer the light on their helmet rather than the handlebars for the same thing so that you the light will move with you yeah. um i've never tried it on my chest i've never i've never wanted to i always want it on my head yeah uh, but some people prefer it don't they
1: yeah people at my running club and that's just on roads in the winter in the dark so people at my running club often have them on, on their, as a chest light because I think they just get bothered by the strap and things over the head and if they're not buying like the, this type of head torch if they just got one from it's 10 quid from a garage probably yeah. isn't that comfy <laughs> and um, not that bright so they like them for that reason um yeah, I suppose the the thing with a, the mist is if you shine a really bright light into the mist, it then back. it will just come straight back. So yeah. that they're usually on the chest one, the chest strap ones. They usually they're not they're not kind of made by any of the like the pro head torch makers. So they're they're gonna be like slightly less bright. They're gonna be I don't know, a 200 lumens. So yeah. that might be a reason why they'd be, be They might be better in the mist. I'm just making this up because i've never actually used one um but i think a lot of people um use a a light on the chest and also one on the head as well so they've got light in general and then if they want to look left and right yeah a bit like biking like i used to use a handlebar one and also one on on the helmet so that you've got both um so if you can do both, that's good. I know a friend of mine she also uses a hand flashlight. I've never done that because no, I, I, I just no. can't, I don't want anything in my hands when I run, but she no. found it good because she could properly point it right at the ground and she her eyesight in the dark wasn't as good as mine yeah. so yeah she enjoyed using it like that. But yeah, if anybody does know, like um, can you write in the comments about your opinions on um, torches uh, torches on at the waist or on the chest versus uh, on the head because me and Vicky are not the right people <laughs> to be honest nope, never used for my <laughs> yeah maybe we should order some in see how it goes could <laughs> yeah. be a revelation. <laughs> um and then Tony has got back to us about his dog he said the to- the dog um that he did the canny cross with had a torch either side of his harness the Aww. dog did so that's cute isn't it yeah. uh, m- yeah. maybe his fur got in the way
0: like yeah i wouldn't be able to do my dog the canny cross she'd have whipped them off (laughs) yeah (laughs) bitten them (laughs) this is tasty
1: cool was there anything more you wanted to say about head torches or shall i uh, shall we get up this next question from i think
0: we've gone through sort of most of them um yeah i think we mentioned most of the ones that we've done
1: it was just a little quick roundup because i'm doing this budget head torch test and we've got a whole playlist about head torches i just thought
0: we could chat about it because it's seasonal isn't it Coming into head torch season. Have you, have you done your first few runs with the head torch then?
1: No, because I don't run at night anymore. If you've
0: got time in the day, it's better to go in the day, yeah. isn't
1: it? Well, every time I think, oh, I'll do this, that and the other when Finley's in bed, by the time half seven comes around. Too we, tired. We've had our tea and now I want to go to bed at nine. So there's no yes. way I'm getting out for a run. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to make a special effort to test these putti- head <laughs> to <test> torches. <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting and waiting the longest time possible. Until so it right? comes a little bit so lighter. It comes lighter, a little bit earlier. Darker, really.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've started putting one in my pack when I'm running um, because I think I dropped Juliet off on tuesday night at brownies at six and set off my run and just as i was finishing about quarter past seven it was dark enough to need a head torch then so i just had it on for the last few minutes
1: yeah yeah it's always good to have one in the bag just in case isn't it i remember once i went up wind hill um and it was a beautiful clear night and you didn't need a head torch the moon was full like i've been out in those situations on the mountains where you don't need the head torch because the moon is so bright and the sky is so clear um but then going back down wind hill um it's really forested on the side that I came down. It's the really steep side um, going down to the reservoir side. And I had to crawl on my hands and knees <laughs> with my bum on the on the mud oh. because I had, uh, my, I had no head torch or my head torch ran out or something like that. And I had zero yeah. light and it was pitch black. Um, out on the mountains, mm-hmm. absolutely fine, in the forest, nada in the forest yeah and people kept walking up with their big like massive head torches on and they must have just thought i was what is this creature in the mud slithering around (laughs) novice yeah so glad no one could recognize me um uh, oh, yeah, so we were going to a- answer another question and then we're going to talk about what we're doing tomorrow. Yeah. Um, right, okay, we've got another question. So basically I said to... Um, I've got patrons on the channel that support the channel and all the um, higher-tier patrons, they've got priority in asking questions. So I said to them, what do you want to ask for this gear chat? And uh, we've already answered Andrew's question about the waste lights, but we <coughs> need to answer Peter's question now. He says, can you buy a decent... Um, rainproof or showerproof jacket that doesn't make you boil in the bag for under £100. And where can
0: I find this? Um, so... We've tested a lot of these over the years, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. um, my, Claire and I both have a very similar view on uh, this sort of thing. Um, jackets can be waterproof because they stop water going in and they can market themselves as breathable but it doesn't work like that (laughs) it doesn't actually work if it's hot and you have a waterproof jacket on you are going to be damp inside Um, and we've tested so many jackets and you are always damp inside if you're working hard aren't you
1: and it doesn't um, like they say oh yes the sweat will just magically go through the jacket
0: it doesn't because no <laughs> unless you and I are very sweaty people claire <laughs> yeah. um, and other people don't have this
1: <laughs> yeah i just i just don't think any waterproof jackets are breathable in in the way that you would imagine something to be breathable yeah i think it's more about using the jacket um in a way that suits your body so uh, like if it's when got you need it. yeah like venting under the arms venting at the at the zip as well and basically as you just said not putting it on until absolutely necessary I've run for whole days in the summer in the drizzle not wearing my waterproof until it got windy and then it was colder so then I'd put it on but you have to strike that balance between being too hot and sweaty in the jacket and then actually wearing it so that you don't get hypothermia so it's a bit of a balancing act and I think we should put a small caveat in place if in doubt do wear the
0: jacket um, and often it's the base layer that makes yeah. more difference isn't it with the jacket like I know you really like the merino wool base layers yeah, because they finally work quite well <laughs> yeah. very hot though yeah <laughs> and that's it isn't it? it it's working out of balance yeah um you don't want to be too hot but you know as soon as you put a jacket on if you're running you, you're gonna get too hot yeah um, and then do you undo the zip and let water in or it's it's really tricky it's really tricky it's really hard Um, to
1: know when to put it on and when not but yeah like you said with the base layers if you are wearing a a technical base layer that wicks the sweat quickly away and dries quickly then it it should dry quickly once it's stopped raining and I suppose the the key is to be warm um so you could be damp and warm so the yeah. moment that wind starts cutting through you and the rain feels cold and you know yeah. you're in an exposed situation on a mountainside yes definitely wear the jacket you'll be damp yeah. but you'll be warm but i just <coughs> i just wouldn't expect as a runner to be dry in a waterproof in the set in like completely bone dry there'll always be patches where you'll be like you know here the water will ingress slightly just because there's a hole which is your neck hole and and the cuffs it will start to go up the cuffs as well so yeah the key is to wear other clothing which dries quickly after it stops raining and also to just manage your situation as well if you're becoming too cold and you're wearing everything get down (laughs) like abandon the run um yeah. i think with hiking you can expect to be dry because you're moving yes. slowly and you're not creating yeah. all that sweat and all that heat inside yeah. the jacket but running i just it baffles me um that, we've tested like yeah. two 200
0: 250 pound jackets yeah. and you are still wet inside them if yeah. you are running and you're Fast. working and yeah. it's not minus 20 you're still yeah. going to be damp inside yeah. the only time i've ever worn them where I haven't been wet inside is when I've been running in um, ski resorts Mm. when it's sort of minus 10, minus, you know, 15 or in um, Lapland, And that's the only time when you're not sweating at all. Yeah, in the Uh, actual Arctic. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But really, if you're working hard and you're sweating, no matter how much you spend on a jacket, yeah. you are going to get damp inside. You might be waterproof, but yeah. you're still going to be damp inside from sweat. I yeah,
1: think. and I think sometimes the difference between the more expensive jackets and the less expensive jackets can be how comfortable the damp is yeah. next to the skin. So, like if you're in a really cheapo jacket that's kind of really plasticky feeling, that can feel a lot more clammy against your skin. Whereas if you're and in cold. yeah, and on cold, yeah, but if you're in um, a top of the range jacket, not only will it have all the best features and, and be really um reliable you know quality stitching um and last you a long time um not only will it have all the right features but it will also have um what they call a scrim on the inside of the jacket so that is it's a bit more of a material feel than a plasticky feel so it will actually feel like the jacket is kind of sort of um like it's a bit of a barrier between that plastic feeling and it kind of feels a bit more like clothing against your skin and it'll feel nicer so that's what you're paying for really is just for it to feel nicer you'll be slightly damp but you'll just feel nicer but yeah Yeah. no jacket is going to be totally breathable so you may as well if you are on a budget start off with a a cheaper one so i've just screen grabbed a a few things for you here peter this is um a company called well it's high estate and it's it's owned by sports shoes um and i've got their leggings on at the minute <laughs> oh, yeah. so warm. <laughs> the winter leggings yeah they're really the winter nice. leggings that you bought
0: like you had last year I copied you yeah, yeah I've
1: got them on <laughs> oh they're so good I can't wait to start wearing them again and they're so cheap I wear them for the bike in yeah. winter because they're so cheap I know I just don't know how they're doing it um and it, they are lasting they've lasted me all week yeah. winter I've worn them or like every single run when it was cold yes. last winter and I will do again this year um yeah. but i've just put up a few of these jackets <laughs> for peter here oh, good. and and i have got one of these but um it's under some stuff somewhere. it's the yellow one um, isn't it <laughs> yeah, i've got this bright yellow one they yeah. come up a bit large so um go for your size not one size up probably and um they're 30 pounds at the moment and it says the recommended retail price is 130 pounds so wow. they're on here for 30 or 40 pounds at the moment so um, that's where I would direct anyone to the other place is Kalenji from Decathlon you yeah, could get a jacket yeah. from them the last time I did check the, the Edavix jacket that was 50 pounds um, That is was um, quite quite plasticky but had a lot of good features and that would be another um, ideal option for waterproofs on a budget as well um and then oh we have got a live question from severin here as well hello severin um she says read the waterproof jacket is a slightly less waterproof one actually more breathable ah so here we probably need to explain the difference between water resistant jackets and waterproof jackets so um Oh I wish I had all my stuff just here but basically um a waterproof jacket oh I do have a waterproof jacket here this is a one from Hoka that they just gave me recently um but this is the difference between a waterproof jacket and a water resistant jacket so the waterproof jacket will have tape over the seams and that is the bit of the jacket that would let in any water so this fabric is totally waterproof but um, the seams are obviously little needle stitches so at the stitches that's where water could ingress so that's where the the tape seams come in and you know like little bits of taping there so um, so if you've got a water resistant <coughs> jacket you'll be able to see the flat lock seam so you'll be able to see thread and maybe a little bit of flapping around where the, the seam has been flat locked down um, so this one's not really what I mean this is a like a water it's a it's just a jacket but you can see there's stitching this is an insulated jacket so it's not not what I mean but there's just you can see the stitching there's no tape seam on there and you can get really water resistant water like windproof jackets they're called and so they are slightly more breathable just because they're not as waterproof so yeah you're right they can be slightly more breathable but again just buy a really light one and when you get too hot take it off open it up or bundle it up or, or wear it as a cape. Some people just like wear the hood and they wear it as a cape that sort of flaps around them. Sometimes yeah. I've been known to wear it the wrong way around. So if the wind's coming towards me, but I'm still, you know, like a bit hot all over, I'll put I have my pack on and then I'll just put it on the wrong way around so that I've got a barrier to the wind. You don't have to just wear it as a jacket and you don't have to wear it under your pack as well, like a hiker. If you buy one size too big, then you can put it on over your running pack and that's really helpful as well if you want to constantly be taking the jacket on and off. And I slide it through if you've got your backpack strap on, I just slide it through the pack and just keep it there and then you can quickly put it on and quickly put it off. Um take it off. So that's that is how I roll.
0: I think it's worth just mentioning with a lot of the more expensive jackets like the two really expensive ones we trialed last year. A lot of the time you're paying a lot more so that it's race weight and it's a lot lighter so that you're not necessarily wanting it to be the best waterproof jacket, but you're paying to have something lighter that covers the requirements of kit requirements and tape seams and things like that. Uh, but actually, it's quite a condensed version in some ways. So you're actually paying more mm-hmm. to get a sort of slightly condensed version of something. Yeah. Uh, like we found, a lot of them didn't have peaks on the hood. Mm-hmm. When actually, if you're in, if it's absolutely chucking it down, you want a peak on your hood. But with a lot of the more expensive jackets, you're paying for it not to have that to save weight. Yeah. Um, so it's it's often the most expensive ones aren't the best ones you can get. It depends yeah. on what your requirements yeah. are. Yeah,
1: that's a really good point. Yeah, often you're paying to reduce that weight. Um, and it's I would call that kind of jacket an emergency jacket because if it's starting off and you know it's going to be horrendous all day you do not want to take that jacket with you no that's one you'll take like if you're doing I don't know like the UTMB the weather forecast looks great or actually i Maybe yeah. not because it could change, couldn't it? But you know, if the weather forecast is great, like it's been settled, nice weather, and yeah. you're in a warm place, you're just taking it because it's on the kit requirements. You want like the lightest possible jacket, and they've often yes. got like stripped down features, like you were saying, with like lack of peak hood. But yeah, if, no zips, no pockets. Yeah, yeah. But like, actually, if I was, you know, like when I did the Cape Wrath Ultra um in 2018, I actually took a hiking jacket with me, like a proper yeah. mountain jacket. <laughs> um, with with a proper hood that properly yeah. fitted there was a peak to it it pulled in at the back it went round my ponytail it properly came up to here I looked like when I put it on I looked like a prop, like a sperm because I was I like all exactly. oh, like this <laughs> yeah that's, that's
0: yeah. what I do I'm doing a, a long race if, if I'm doing a five mile race I can cope with anything but in a, in a, no, a 30 mile yeah. a 40 miler yeah. and I know it might rain heavily yeah. you need something that you yeah, yeah you need something with a good peak
1: yeah tie up to here yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that in the um, in the water, I should put the waterproof playlist on as well, actually, because in that waterproof playlist, I've got a review of the more kind of bomb proof jackets for like all day wear. And then when, when we filmed with Vicky in the Peak District, we did yeah. the emergency jackets. Right, so right. you've got yeah. both there. So, yeah. So I think if you've got enough money, you'd probably want both. You'd want a really yeah. bomb proof one for long stuff and remote stuff where, you know, you really want something you can rely on. And then you want an emergency one just to like pop in just for race day. And stuff like that um so severin says thanks i have a discount decathlon jacket which i like but i do get hot i often wear it backwards yes (laughs) exactly (laughs) and yeah so i think with the yeah with the higher price ones you are paying for that weight saving and some of the more less expensive jackets can be a little on the heavy side sometimes and a little on the plasticky side um so yeah so that um that segued nicely into um waterproof jackets and now we we'll would just do a quick chat about the shoes because me and Vicky are going to meet in Peak District tomorrow very excited, very excited. haven't <laughs> met for a while have we
0: when no was last time it been a year I, I oh, suspect really. it was probably this time last year we did the waterproof jackets I think yeah it was November last year wasn't it was it November because it was cold <laughs> it was freezing
1: and did we meet in January one time as well I can't remember. Oh, yeah, when I was pregnant. Cool, yeah, you yeah, had yeah. 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 Whereas this, that last year I escaped, didn't I? It was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of my early escapes. Um, but we are going to be testing tomorrow. It's, it's very exciting. We're going to be testing these two Salomon shoes. So, one, they're basically. Um, this is the new Speedcross 6 um, and this is the old Speedcross 5, which some of you might have. Um, and so we're going to be, after I finished this chat, I'm going to be doing like little flashcards with all the differences on. Um, oh. So I might like, I could quiz you, couldn't I, Vicky? I could let yes. you look at them and be like, what do you think? And I could quiz you. I'll, I'll see Tester how it them. goes. But the main difference that I can see visibly is this is the traditional chevron grip that Salomon used, that little triangle here. And then they've gone to this, like, it looks like a whale tail or like the Mercedes symbol. Um, They've got like a little tail on the chevrons now. And they say that that sheds mud better. So we are going to try this out tomorrow, aren't we, Vicky? Yes. We're going to find somewhere really muddy in the Peak District and try Try these out make the white shoes black <laughs> why have they made them in white a du- turquoise isn't a, gr- a brilliant color no, but white no. come on guys I-, I believe they are available in different colors somebody did say they are available in different colors yes but yeah. i got sent this shoe
0: because yeah. i don't get any choice
1: <laughs> so i'm a journalist um and the uppers are slightly different i don't know if you can tell from the film it's but one light more lightweight it looks yeah it feels more Um, it's a it's like a a fabric it's like it's like a fabric that you'd wear rather than a fabric on your shoe yeah so we can look at that and I think the drop (laughs) is different as well I think that these are a 10 mil and these are a 12 mil but I will have to check that as well so yeah I'm very excited about doing this because I just think what's the point of just testing this one you need this one to see where they've gone with it so that's the plan fabulous And I think, what do you think about wearing one on each foot, Vicky? Because we're the same size shoes. I think shoe. we definitely have to do
0: that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> one each and see if we can notice the difference. Yes,
1: yeah. See if one foot is like sliding all over the place and the other one's yes. like, or, or like this one's full of mud, this old shoe is like full of mud. And then this one's just like, oh, I'm, I'm so free. I'm so, it <laughs> slipped right out of it. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're doing tomorrow. So we've got to find uh, a suitably muddy place to run tomorrow um but yeah that was um that was everything for the gear chat today yeah it's a wrap unless there were any more questions if you've got questions type them in the comments below how excited are you for about tomorrow vicky
0: I can't wait. I've got my dad coming over to babysit and I'm heading off at eight o'clock. Hey, cool. And I'll be there to meet you. Yes, looking forward to it. I'm hoping it's going to be sunny because it is always sunny when we meet there. It's always nice, but it's often very, very cold.
1: Yes, it is always cold. We do always make these And I'll bring the plenty of
0: spare socks for changing once my feet get wet. Yeah, yeah.
1: I might bring some waterproof socks. How about that? I was that? thinking that as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll bring the bands so we can make coffees. Oh, That'd be lovely.
1: <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Okay, well, we're always here for you guys if you've got any more gear questions. Um, I have tested a lot of things on the channel, so the best way to access those things is to type in your thing like waterproofs and then Wild Ginger Running into Google or into YouTube search box and that will bring up anything I have on the topic. So um, yeah, and if you've got any questions, just tap me a comment and I will locate the right film for you to watch. yes uh thank you very much vicky it's been no problem. thank you very chatting much chatting to you and um i shall see you tomorrow
0: see you tomorrow Enjoy. thank you very much everybody <laughs> bye everybody here's a cool fact a crocodile can't
1: stick out its tongue another cool fact